Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Good morning. Welcome to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services along with Trent Hayson from the Roby Family of Companies. We are your hosts. Happy Sunday to everybody out there. Little, little chill in the air, Trent. Little chill. Yeah, well, we're going 70s this past week. Going 70. Had lows in the, in the low 50s. Yeah, was, I wore a pullover. It's pullover season. I was thinking pullover that myself. Season. Pullover season. As long so, as it didn't pull over by a police officer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was, I was riding with my dad speaking of police officers and we were coming up the highway and there was a the construction site and they had a, a police car with the lights on and he's a little back he's oh, that's, that's not a real cop that's you just have that part there to get you to slow down so he didn't slow down and we get going i'm like that's a that's a real cop did you get a ticket no he got lucky he's like oh man you're right oh wow yeah be careful well, you know, I take my kids to school, and we always, I always say dad jokes. We we say often, <laughs> yeah. so corny Del Monte couldn't can it uh, was a thing I used to say <laughs> when I was a kid. So so Rowan says that, and then so we're in a we're in a carpool line this morning. They got a pretty pretty stout carpool line at the school, and Rowan, and you know they have all these uh, facilitators, teachers, and stuff that that help with the yeah, carpool line sure. in the morning. And Rowan goes, Dad, all these all these people that work out here in, in the in, in the parking lot in the mornings and in the afternoon, she said, they're all lifeguards. And I said, huh? Because they're saving, they're working on life safety out here? She said, no, it's the carpool. <laughs> oh. That was corny. That's what I got to say. Man, I love, I love dad jokes. We should this just do a, a whole. This was a Rowan joke. We should do a whole episode of Rowan jokes. Oh, really? You think so? Yeah, I, half the audience just left the show. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they're pretty funny. But she told me, she told me she made it up. And I was like, she told me one time, and Rowan does not lie. She told me one time she made up a joke. So that's funny. And then it came out of a joke, you know, out of a joke book or something. I, I said, "You telling me a story? You making up these corny jokes? You crazy?" I just googled dad jokes. Oh gosh, you're the Google master. All right, I'll put it up. I'll put it up. So that's good. So what else is going on in your world? Not much, man. Been running and gunning. Uh, yeah, that's good. Enjoy, yeah. Enjoying the fall season. Uh, trying to spend some time with people. You know. We, 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 I have come back around watching a little bit of football. You know, I kind of kind of shunned it for a while. Carolina's 2-0. Too much political agenda i think i think i just 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 let it die down and let let's enjoy football and camaraderie it seems like it has i mean i've noticed I, I that mean, you know yeah i mean it, it the, is good the panthers uh what yeah. what they're two and oh coming into this show right two and oh that's crazy i would have never thought that and beat the saints who, who the saints have always had our number right and the saints beat Green Bay bad the week before, and so I think Green Bay is a pretty good team. I'm not into football as much either. I mean, I watch it when it's and Clemson on. Clemson sucks. And Clemson, 
<laughs> TJ did a, you did owe a me and, You owe me and TJ a, a cocktail I know. on that. I think I sent you. I, I was asking for a couple dates back, wasn't I? I All piggybacked right. on y'all's. Uh, yeah, you, you, uh, that's a I win-win. Did, I, I'm a win-win. I win either way on that deal, right? Had, Great fellowship, and I get a cocktail. So I got to, speaking of football, I went to Auburn, Alabama. Earlier, my nephew plays JV at his school football, <clears throat> and the games are on Tuesday night. So it's kind of like, oh, man, it's tough. And so the uh, American Airlines did us a solid. There's a direct flight from Charlotte to Columbus, Georgia, which is only 30 minutes from Auburn. It's really cheap for a flight, right? And so I went down. I, I watched him play, and I'm sitting here watching. These kids are JV, and they are absolutely hitting the crap out of each other. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, oh, you, oh is he okay? Because you're like, you know, you're right on the field. Like, they're just killing each other. I'm like, this is JV. And, like, I played football in high school. I'm like, how did I? If I, if I was out there for two minutes, I wouldn't walk for a month. How old is uh, your brother's Eighth son? Eighth grade. Eighth grade. Yeah. So it's like he goes to a, a so he's Christian JV school. for high school? It's a small private Christian school, yeah. Oh, wow. And so they do like a sixth, seventh grade team, eighth, ninth is JV, 10th, 11th, 12th is varsity. Okay. But it was fun, man. These kids are good. I mean, they are, they're fast. I mean, well, it's because it's a Christian school. They can recruit, right? I mean, I don't private. think they do. I know the trick on the private school. Yeah. You th- can recruit the athletes. I don't think they recruit, but uh, <laughs> but it was it was really cool to watch. I mean, it's like, man, it's fun to watch kids, especially like, I don't know, you and I, I mean, I still feel like I'm a kid most of the time, and it's like, this is my brother's son who's out here like playing like a physical sport, like an adult. It just made, yeah. it made me feel a little old, but. Uh, like us playing softball yeah. or basketball? <laughs> yeah. But it was nostalgic, you know, the, the smell of the grass, that kind of thing. Yeah. The kids doing the calisthenics. I mean, it was it was really neat. That's cool. No, uh, Tatum, yeah, Tatum's playing school volleyball at, at Sale Same Academy, kind of thing. yeah, uh, and that's fun to watch. It's I mean, cool. I'm, whether they're, it's just cool. It Maybe is fun. It, with your, I'm, I'm like sitting here finding myself getting nervous for my nephew. He, he, he's on the younger side, so he didn't get to play. Um, he's backing up somebody that will go on to the next team. Yeah, and then he'll he'll roll in. But I'm like getting, I'm like, why am I getting nervous? Like in a good, like excited. It was, it was, it was really cool. Um, the only thing is, is, I'm telling you, man, on the way back, holy cow, those jokes. They had his football pads and his helmet, and I'm like sitting right next to him. I'm like, oh my god, he stunk. Oh my goodness. I was like, my brother, I'm like, man, I just not, I don't have this in my house. They're all used to it. I'm like about to throw up. Uh, Did I feel like smell? I, it smelled that bad. I mean, these kids. I mean, they're they're completely drenched in sweat. I mean, it's they're they're working their butts off, but having the time of their life. I mean, it's like. When I played high school football, we had a sign that we touched to go up on the field, and it said 48 minutes of play and a lifetime to remember. And when you're that age, you're like, yeah, whatever. Like, this is it's just a game. But it's cool to watch him. He just thinks the same way. He's having fun. But like, man, these are memories. These kids are like your daughter playing volleyball. Yeah. They're never going to forget it. That's right. No, um, that's cool. Or us playing, you know, being halfway decent has-been baseball and football players, you know? No, I it's ne- cool. Whoa, don't. I never said I was any decent decency to my game. I was good at warming the bench. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Chris Maynard set that bench for, for <laughs> soccer. But, I, I mean, I enjoy watching my girls play soccer, and I never thought I would ever want to watch anybody play soccer. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fun. It's Carly. The see these skating. kids I mean, out there that's just hustling and, and being team and, you know, c- camaraderie, and, and it's just good. So, uh, yeah, man, we got a great guest today. We got Jeffrey Freeman. Uh, was Carolina Narrow Fabric yeah. is the name of his business. He's uh, – a fellow YPOer that I've known uh, probably eight years, seven, eight years in YPO. I was one of his sponsors. Uh, oh, cool. he, he's from North Carolina, from the Greensboro area. So 
family business, yarn business, Brent Beast and BW Fiberglasses, who they're, they're good friends as well. That makes so, sense. Uh, okay. Going to be exciting. When we return, we got Jeffrey Freeman. You're listening to At Home with Roby. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services, along with Trent Haston from the Roby family of companies. Trent, we were having so much fun on the last segment, I almost forgot to introduce our guest. I did. You saved the day. I did. Thank you. My good buddy, Jeffrey Freeman. What's up, Jeffrey? How you doing, guys? We're doing good. Doing well. How are you doing? Doing great. Good. Good. So Jeffrey Hills from Winston-Salem, where his business is based in Winston-Salem. Is that right? Business is in Winston-Salem. I'm actually from Burlington, North Carolina. Gotcha. Okay, cool. My my family hails from Eden, kind of in that similar area. Um, But Jeffrey, you are, are with Carolina Narrow Fabric. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, we're a third-generation family business. Um, awesome. The company was founded in uh, 1929. Oh, my gosh. Wow, I did older than the Roby family. By your family granddaddy? Families. No, my grandfather, um, he, can't, he came in to uh, Carolina Nero, uh in the, in the 60s, and he was able to buy it um, from the current owners in 1981, and that's where the third generation comes from. Okay. Uh, the company was owned by you know various corporations uh, up until that point. Yeah, that's similar to Andrew Roby. Andrew yeah. Robichek started the business. My granddad was his first employee, and then 30, 28 years later, he was able to buy. Him and my father were able to buy the business. So that's cool. I, I, I never knew that little tidbit. That's uh, very similar. You're right. I, I teed up. You're in the yarn business, the fiberglass yarn business, because I know that I hear Brent Beeson say that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the fiberglass manufacturing uh, business. Well, so well won't I you buy ex- yarn? You buy some of his yarn, right? That's correct. Yeah, Brent says he's a lint head. So you buy from the lint yeah, head? Well, well, we're we're both lint heads, so I probably have more lint in my hair than he does. Um, we 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 do a, a variety of different materials here: uh, cottons, uh, like I said, a lot of fiberglass, some nylons. We have metallized fabrics. Uh, they're you know, engineered materials. So explain. So you buy. When you go into BW Fiberglass, Brent, Brent's business, when he's got spools of fiberglass yarn. I mean, it looks just like it looks just like cotton yarn. When I used to go into Springs Industries mills and stuff as a kid, uh, so so you buy various materials that that are in sh- string for simple-minded people, string format, uh, very narrow string. And then what do you what do you do with it? Am I right about where I set that up? Yeah, no, you're right. So most most of our materials are going to come in on a pern or a, a bobbin, like you saw at Springs or what you see at Brent's uh, facility. Um, we're gonna we're gonna bring that in. Uh, sometimes we we're, we'll put different coatings on it depending on what the material or the raw material may be and what the end use is for. Uh, and then we will knit and uh, weave. Uh, we've got various versions of that. Uh, some of them are flat knits. Some of them are tubular. Um, and then we've got woven materials uh, that are industry standard. Is, or it would say narrow, being Carolina narrow fabric, meaning mm-hmm. more narrow than 12 inches. Um, we can do more than that. We can weave uh, weave up to to 72 inches, um, and then we will weave it, and sometimes sell it on that uh, on a particular roll, uh, like a substrate roll, to another uh, fabricator who does you know different things, laminates and, and things to it. Um, or we might even coat it ourselves. 
depending on the end use of the product. So what are some end uses? Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. So um, we, we have a the, the company was founded as a as a uh, you know cotton um, yarn and tape manufacturer that serviced the electrical motor market. That's changed over the years. Um, and what we we our, our primary markets now on the on the industrial side are the automotive and aerospace markets. And so we would make wiring harnesses uh, for thermal and abrasion protection for like Ford. Uh, it, it ends up in, in uh, one of the big projects we're working on now uh, is the F-150. And so that was going great till the semiconductor stopped. Yeah, so yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, so we do we do a quite a bit in the automotive market. In the aerospace market, um, it's a EMI shielding or uh, electromagnetic uh, interference. Uh, so you're trying to you know, you're trying to ground part of those um, uh, that that the wiring mechanisms in the airplane. A lot of that goes in the Airbus, and then we've got wow. uh, de-icing elements that are actually in the Blackhawk helicopter blades, along with Bell and some S92s and some Apaches and some other things and some other rotorcraft. So de-ice. You don't even think about stuff like that. I don't. I mean, I'm not that smart. Right. But uh, de-icing. So there's a there's a fabric. Is it? It's inside the metal of the of the helicopter blade. Is that what you're saying? So the rotor blade is a composite with a titanium on the outside of it. Okay. And inside that titanium is our fabric. And so it's uh, you run a resistance to it, and when you when you hit that with current, that's going to heat the blade and the ice chopper, the ice chopper blade. So in different altitudes, different weather, you, yeah. know, you you've got to have that on a fixed wing aircraft or an airplane. Um, they've got you know, different things. They've got foil. Um, they've got um, you know air bladders that pops the, the ice off uh, in the buildup. So <clears throat> the, on a chopper, there's too much vibration and flex, and so you need um, you, you know you need you need to be able to it, it needs to be able to move and, and flex with the blade, which is why it's, why it's knitted. That's crazy. It is crazy. I mean, it's amazing how smart people are to figure that out. I mean, imagine the first guy that says, "Oh, we got an ice problem on a on a you know on a helicopter rotor," and they come up with this. I mean, this is where it evolves to. I mean, I know it didn't go from point A to point B this fast. There was a lot of stuff in between, but it's just amazing what we learn here on this Patrick, show. That, Patrick, that patent goes back to 1947. Goodness so gracious. How- and this guy was thinking about it then, you know, and then we didn't start putting it on the Blackhawk until 1978. Unbelievable. Now, my, my grandfather was an engineer at Feldcrest and, and, uh, and probably could speak your language. Um, he's passed many, many years ago, but he had that type of mind where he could think of stuff like that. Um, we always joke that the, that the uh, level of intelligence has been digressing as the generations go on, but uh, <laughs> uh, that's that's really, I mean, it's fascinating to think. I mean, I know it's just like one aspect of what you all do. Um, is this is this one of your favorite things to talk about, the helicopter blades, or is there is there another kind of cool item that you uh, that you guys are really proud of? I mean, that's, that's pretty cool stuff, but, you know, we, <laughs> yeah. we made we made the, well, the first uh, fiberglass casting material in 1978 for a laboratory out in California that became the 3M uh, Scotchcast. Trent, you know what that is, don't you? No, huh? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> oh, no, huh? Hey, yeah, Explain. You, yeah, you do. He's talking about, like, I, I got it now, like a broken arm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Piper had three of them yeah. on in Georgia. When we were hanging yeah, out. I, know, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> um, hey, that was a good singer. 
<laughs> that is funny. We, you, you suck we, egg dog. <laughs> um, but no, we um, we made those materials uh, back in the late seventies, and then through the eighties and nineties, we we developed all kinds of different substrates in that marketplace. And then when we became Johnson and Johnson's exclusive vendor for all their materials and orthopedic casting and splinting products. And so um, there have been multiple acquisitions and, and things rolled up in that marketplace. But we now service the, the industry direct uh, with our own product um, under the CNF medical label. And so we sell direct to hospitals and clinics, you know, all around the, the, the U.S. and some, some in South America. So, so I didn't realize when when she kept dipping her uh, her leg into that pool, <laughs> the Piper broke her ankle, or I broke her leg, double bouncing her on a trampoline oh, before yeah. we went on a <laughs> before we went on a, a YPO trip down to Sea Island. And the first day, we're all she's got this new cast on her leg, and and you know the kids are swimming, and I'm out hanging out with Jeffrey, and he's like, hey. <laughs> Piper, Piper just dipped her leg in the pool. I'm like, huh? What are you talking about? He's like, yeah. I'm like, no way. Like, we gave her the the full money. Do not get this wet. She said, uh-uh. Boom. I'm going in that pool. Then, listen, Reagan spent the whole day at the hospital. Cost me some money for no reason and all this. And then comes back, and, and the next day, she does it again. <laughs> I think Jeffrey was the one that saw it the next day. He's like, "Hey, your daughter just dipped her leg in the pool again. Were you just, were you giving her money because it was a revenue source for you, your business?" That's pretty good. No, I don't think those were. My, I don't think that was my problem. Yeah. I, I was just, uh, you know, and and the second time it wasn't that bad. You could have probably drive it with a hair dryer, been okay. But uh. but they scare you with that stuff. They're like, "Oh, it'll you know whatever it'll get it'll the fungus." Or, yeah. yeah. Well, man, that's uh, so interesting. We gotta uh, Jeffrey. <laughs> we gotta go pay some bills. I wanna, I wanna hear some more about Jeffrey and yeah. and your upbringing in this family business and, and your dad and and how all that how I navigate all that. I think that'll be interesting for our audience. Can you stick around and, and talk with us another segment here, Jeffrey? Yeah, of course. This is awesome, man. Jeffrey Freeman with Carolina Narrow Fabric, uh, one of my dear friends. When we return, you're listening to At Home with Roby. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services, along with Trent Hayson from the Roby Family of Companies. We are your hosts. We're joined by Jeffrey Freeman, Carolina Narrow Fabrics. If you missed the last couple of uh, segments, go back. The first one, we uh, we had a great time. We almost forgot to introduce Jeffrey. We were having such a good time. And in this last segment, Trent, I'll tell you, this show does one thing for me. It humbles me because I realize how much smarter other people are in the world. Uh, we were talking about helicopter blades and... Uh, Cast de-icing, and, de-icing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just things that you, you. It's it's to me. I always find it fascinating. It's stuff that we take for granted. That we have the people that are behind the business of yeah. that stuff, and they're so smart and so successful that uh, it really opened your eyes. And um, we end, we ended with one of the funnier. So I did not know that. I think I did know that. With Piper ruining two casts in two days. Yeah. So Reagan spent all her time at the hospital. I'm sure she was real happy. Um, but she would do it. We know how, how much of a sweetheart she is to do that. And Jody would do the same thing. I could see it right now. But um, I, w- I will tell you, Jeffrey, as a kid, uh, I feel like I should have gotten some kind of a dividend from your company. I was in and out of the hospital with broken limbs. I feel like, you know, I was wearing a cast probably more than I wasn't. 
Yeah, I, I broke my fair share as well, sir. <laughs> well, I think that's true. You were talking about at the end of the segment. We wanted to kind of segue into into you personally. Like, tell us the story uh, of Jeffrey. Uh, so, so I grew up in Burlington and um, moved uh, to Wilmington, Riceville Beach, um, out of high school. And um, I got into the real estate market uh, when I was about 20. And I had no real intention of, of, of coming back to uh CNF and, and working here in the family business, um, you know, I, I, I did some maintenance work and, and things like that in the shop growing up. I was always, you know, very mechanical. I could weld and, and um, you know, do things like that. And I enjoyed it, um, but, you know, I was um, I was enjoying myself at the beach. I was about to say, and, um, <laughs> that's a really hard place to spend your teens and early 20s. I mean, that must have been miserable. It, it, it was. <laughs> Jeez. You know, we got into some interesting things there. Um, a friend of mine uh, had been at Oakwood Homes during the um, kind of the start of the housing crisis. It, it actually started a lot sooner than people realized, and so we we got we got into into a marketplace where we were trying to bail basically the bank loans out that had made these bad notes on these mobile homes, and so. That's what where where it started, and then we got into some um, some other developments and and things, and it, we were having a lot of fun, and um, you know being 20 years old and 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 having that that lifestyle was 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 great, um, but my grandfather um, approached me around 2001 or two, and and you know said um, you know it's it's something that you could should consider you know maybe coming back and taking a look at the business and you know my father at that time had been diagnosed with parkinson's and so the 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 plan moving forward was starting to change for him and and, and my father as well and so hmm. it took me about a year or so before um really deciding to kind of make that push and, and take that responsibility and i did that and um I, I was fortunate enough to work with my grandfather and my father uh, for five years, all three generations here at the business until 2009, until he passed. Um, hmm. So, but that's when I came back. It was about 2003. Wow. Um, and, and and growing up, did you know? Did, I mean, were you a were you a, a office rat? I mean, were you hanging out in the warehouse and and you you knew enough to be dangerous, or did you have to come back and and get indoctrinated at question. that time? No, no, no. We, you know, going going to work with Dad Day was one of the coolest things I, I remember, and, and and just remember seeing the machinery, and uh, we had a young age, and I do the same thing to my son, you know, and and Trent, you're in a family business, and when you when you hear that from one of your kids, you know, when I grow up, I want to work here, yeah. I, I want to work with Dad, or I want it, cool. it's a it's it's a huge compliment, and um, it, it, you know, I was just always impressed of, of how versatile and and how yeah, it was just an impressive thing to see. That's that, cool. That I mean, that is cool. My my dad, we, we he worked for a uh, a company that manufactured couplings, and it was funny. I mean, I remember one when we could go to hang out in the warehouse and and do that kind of thing. I mean, that that was like a, a big highlight. It was funny. Like the other weekend, he he pulled a picture and he's like, "Hey, you remember these guys? I I worked with these guys at at the warehouse." My brother was sitting there, and he pointed. He's like. Yeah, that guy took me to Hooters when I was like ten. <laughs> and my dad was like, "What?" <laughs> so my dad must have been out doing something. They were like, "Hey, come on, guys, we're taking y'all to lunch." I, I remember that. I think I was six, and I was we were like, "What is going on That's here?" Funny. But those are just memories that that uh, you know that are really cool that that I have as well. I mean, not even growing up in a family business, so uh, 
you guys are fortunate you're able to do that with with your with your parents. Well, Absolutely. I, I was look I was looking through a uh, I was looking through a, a photo album this morning. I was I was looking for a letter that a that a gentleman that used to work here wrote me, and I I went through it. There was an old picture of me standing in the maintenance shop with a ponytail, you know, with a weld <laughs> with a, with, a, with a weld mask pulled up over my head. So, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Some good memories. So man, that's that's cool though that you got to work both alongside. I got to do the same thing for yeah. some years. Work both alongside my dad and granddad, who are who are both passed. Uh, since then, uh, now I get to work alongside my brother and folks like Patrick. I mean, we did partners that don't have the last name Haston. So uh, trying to really re- ring the bell on a family business and and really we. we We've inherited and always had such a good family business outside of our name, like with with all of our staff. You, you said people confuse your name sometimes and think your last name was Roby back when you were oh, back. Yeah. In, I mean, that's happened to you several I get times. That all the time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Are you Roby? Somebody just asked me at, at a YPO thing. Or, so are you Roby? I'm like, because <laughs> we were talking about that at home with Roby show. Ford yeah. Hamilton was there. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna give the telemarketers a little tip right now. There's yeah. nobody named Andrew Roby yeah. in our business. When they call, they call. That's, like, a, that's <laughs> an easy. That's an easy no. They, they, it's, can I speak to Mr. Roby? And it's uh, they go to the they go to the extension that just keep, keeps Mr. going. Mr. Roby's been gone a long time. <laughs> yeah, so, it's uh, kind of funny. Has your name has the name of your business always been Carolina Narrow Fabric, or has that evolved? No, it's always been Carolina Narrow Fabric since uh, since it was founded in '29. United Merchants owned the business when they were a you know a, a New York Stock Exchange Company. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but they, um, but yeah, the 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 name's always been the same. So let me ask you: Do you see the semiconductor market on these vehicles uh, chain loosening up? Any? I mean, I'm sure that's had an effect. That the supply chain has had a caused a little pain on you. You over here delivering stuff to Ford F-150s. You know, my son's named Ford, and I drive an F-150. I do. Yeah, I, I know you know. I knew, I knew, I knew that too. <laughs> I think that's why I do that little. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we we're usually the last uh, part of it, you know, or, or the last person to, to really feel the, the the pressure of that. And I, you know, just yesterday we had um, some releases that we were supposed to ship today, actually, and uh, they pushed them. And you know, so we're scrambling, going, okay, all right, well, you know, how long is this going to last? And they don't have an answer uh, other than they're going to be some shutdowns for uh, for a couple of weeks at a time in the forward plants and, and some of the other auto auto manufacturing plants um, just due to the lack of you know lack of that uh, the semiconductors and other supply uh, other parts. I mean it's it's all over the board. It's not just one thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So, 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 so you see it. You see it in the construction business. Oh my gosh! Yes. Yeah, yeah it's everywhere. I it's, mean, it really, a, it really is. is I mean, tough. When, the, when the factories aren't aren't working, whether no matter where they're at in the world upstream, it's hard to hard to get stuff done when you have a critical path item that needs to go in that in that house <clears> or that commercial building or that vehicle or that helicopter. Uh, well, man, Jeffrey, it's been so fun uh, learning about your your business. I learned I learned so much. I, 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 you know, we've been best friends for like eight years, and, and I thought I knew a lot, but I, I know so much more. I'm gonna put you on the spot. Give me one thing 
one compass that Jeffrey Freeman and how he leads his family, his business, his personal life, one mantra that you live by and, and, and why? Ha. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I, we had a third shift supervisor here when I got here, and he was an old salt and just a great man. And um, he wrote a letter. And he handed it to me when he was retiring, and he he was retiring because he was sick. And he said, "Don't don't open it, don't open it until I'm dead." And he was pretty mm. to the point. Whoa. And I did, and so after he passed a, a while later, uh, I opened up a very nice letter, and you know he was complimenting me on the accomplishments that I've made since I started here and the direction of the business. And at the very bottom of it, it said, "If you're not messing up, you're not trying. Just learn mm. from the mistake." And so I really took that to heart. And I said, so what, you know, what did I learn from that? It, just keep grinding. So you, you hear all these uh, success stories and, and, you know, we've got friends and entrepreneurs, Trent, that, that, that we've, we've heard the same story yeah. from and how many times they failed and how many things didn't work before they found what did. And I, I've, I've really taken that, um, you know, as kind of our, our, our path forward. And we, we do that a lot in, in the engineering process here at the company, too. So when people come to us with an idea uh, of, of what they would like this material or, or their, you know, their uh, their project to do, and, and we bring that to life. And, it, and some, you know, sometimes it takes a few times, and sometimes we don't, sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah. So That's awesome. If you're not failing, you're not trying. I love that. Yeah, That's well, awesome. he had a different way of putting it, but I can't say it on the show without Patrick bleeding. Oh. <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, we're a family-friendly show. We're going to leave it at you. Yeah. Not, <laughs> you're not failing, yeah. you're not trying. Other than we had Mikey Johnson on here, he's talking about cocks and poles and stuff like that. But, uh, <laughs> but, but uh, He's in the telephone pole yeah, business, okay? <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, I thought that was brick. Yeah, he was in the telephone. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. Now he's in the brick. You need to listen to the show, but uh, but Jeffrey, it's been fun, man. Um, Godspeed to you and your family and your business. And I think we're going to get to hang out in a couple of weeks. I look forward to all the time I get to fellowship with you. Uh, thanks for being on the At Home with Roby show. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. Thank you, sir. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services, along with Trent Haston from the Roby family of companies. Just finished up with Jeffrey Freeman. Trent, that was awesome. If you're not failing, you're not trying. I'm we. I try really hard then. Amen. <laughs> hey Hi hat. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Nah, that but, was uh, fun. Yeah, Jeffrey. Great story. Great job. Awesome. Yeah. He, and he, his his wife Meredith and and their two two children. Great people. That's awesome. Yeah, he seems like it. I mean, just just. But kinda... he, but Patrick, we didn't talk get into this. Jeffrey's a fisherman too, Ooh. and he has a place down at the coast. So, uh, I know I know me and you were trying to get a time where we can go down. Uh, Th- there couldn't be any more applicable statement to my fishing ability because I'm trying real hard. I really haven't figured it out yet, but it's a lot. Of Jeffrey fun. can lot probably of fun. teach you something. I need I some. Don't know. Fishermen are tough though, man. Sometimes they don't. They want to kind of keep that tight to the vest. Nah, not Jeffrey. He's a lovable, shareable guy. There you go. There you go. Well, and he's been doing it. You heard about it. He's been doing it for a lot longer than yeah. you. So, yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, how many weeks till the cornhole tournament? Let's see. We are on story number three today, which we're going to read that here in a second. So, so five weeks. Octavia. And yep. What is it? November the sixth. Sixth. Saturday, Park. November the sixth. Freedom Park. 
fourteenth annual pitching for wishes. What about well, that? Well, Trent, this I mean, fourteenth is crazy. Um, I've got in big bold letters from Christian McCall, who everybody knows is the boss lady of the radio show and definitely the boss lady of the cornhole tournament. Which kudos to her. I mean, it's a full. It's probably two jobs that she does to make sure this thing goes off without a hitch. And uh, the deadline for sponsors. Deadline for sponsors is Friday. It's coming Friday which is hard to believe, is October 1st. So <laughs> if you want to jump in, get on the shirt, and have all that stuff, we'd love to have you. You don't have to be in the construction business, right? You can be in any industry. Yeah. Uh, we just, just want to associate with great companies and, and great people. And I, and all the money, sponsorship and donations, go straight to Make-A-Wish. <laughs> uh, you get your tax write-off. It's, it doesn't funnel it, through anywhere else. It's Make-A-Wish Foundation of Central and Western North Carolina. And you can find... We're, we're here to grant wishes. Small The, the sponsorships aren't crazy, too. Yeah. There are very entry-level. You can go all the way up to, to a platinum sponsor. Uh, pitchinforwishes.com. Pitchinforwishes.com has all these options and stuff Pitching, like that. P-I-T-C-H apostrophe N. No apostrophe. No apostrophe. Just P-I-T-C-H-I-N. Pitching with no G. No G. Pitchinforwishes.com. Pitching no G for wishes.com. There's no G. No G. Sorry, G. Um, but, uh, yeah, because we, we got to get our shirts made yeah. and, and our banners and stuff, and that has the sponsors on them. So. And, and we do have some platinum sponsors already. Dry Pro, Home Technology Solutions, Kingdom Demo, and then, obviously, radio partner is, uh, is WBT. So, woo, 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 yep. woo, woo. TJ in the house. You ready for Octavia? Yeah, let's let's do our, our third wish story of the season. All right, and I always preface it. I don't read these until the show because these are, these are, these are good, good uh, – They'll get the emotional juices flowing. 18-year-old Octavia describes herself as a creative person. Growing up, she was always making up stories and filling up books with her imagination. She loves films and the realities that are created in movies. Octavia has used developing stories as a way to escape from the challenge she's facing living with cystic fibrosis. Her condition impacts her ability to breathe and requires daily treatments, medications, and frequent doctor's appointments. For Octavia, film has helped her by finding another way to express myself. This is a quote. And not focusing on something I don't want to focus on, like CF. While thinking about her wish, Octavia explains, I have so many things written down for short films that I want to create. Or I want to make. Scripts and everything, but I have no way to express it out. She wished to have her own film editing equipment so that she could create alternate realities in order to impact others the way she has been impacted. When Octavia's wish was granted, she was speechless. She received everything that a filmmaker could dream of, including a new computer, camera, GoPro, headphones, microphones, and more. Having this equipment gives Octavia the opportunity to share her stories and express herself in a way she wasn't able to before. Man. That's why we do it. That's, that's awesome. I mean, it, another we, we talk about on, on here about how, how the, the business and the entrepreneurs and business leaders and creative people we have on the show, how, how you learn all this different stuff, talking about Jeffrey. I mean, look... The, this young lady is wanting to be in the movie and be creative and do that. That's something that I'm foreign to as well. Yeah. I mean, all these wish stories, you know, I mean, the the purpose of a wish is you can you can do, you can be, you can go, you can experience. I mean, it's it's your one wish. And uh, the creativity and the goals that the, these kids uh, with these illnesses uh, put out there is amazing. God bless you, Octavia. Uh, listen, thanks for joining us today. We hope you had a good time on the At Home with Roby show. Jeffrey Freeman was a hot customer of the show. It was great. I hope you learned something from Jeffrey. Got a couple laughs out of our stories. And go Cats! 
and go do the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Please do that today, and let's go Panthers. Wow, wow, wow.